When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is this another show where you're going to eat the whole time? Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) You've got to be frozen like that.
All right. Are we ready? Nice shirt. Thank you. Or are you talking about Mike? No, 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 no. merciful fate, dude. All right, good. All right. This is what I have to deal with, Mike. <laughs> this is fucking terrible. All right. Welcome to Album vs. Album. Today we have a guest on the show. It's been a while since we've done an Album vs. Album show, by the way. Yeah, it has. Yeah. We have Mr. Mike Durband on the show. Hello, Mike Durband. Hello, Wayne. Thank you for having me on. It's a real honor. We were uh, talking about doing this for a while, so oh. I'm glad to finally be on. Welcome, Mike. Wow. Everybody, did that happen to everybody? You didn't no. hear me? No, everybody just froze on me. That oh, was really weird. weird. Let me do that over again. Well, Mike said it was an honor to be on, so yeah. I, I, I would just take the compliment before he starts telling the truth. <laughs> or thinking about it. Before he realizes how unprofessional we all are. <laughs> now, he already knows. Let me start this over. <laughs> exactly. As one of the hosts is blazed, just munching on a cho- like a cosmic brownie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Welcome to Album versus Album. We are back. It's been a while since we've done one of these, right, Greg? Nate? Yes, it has. A couple weeks. What was the last one we did, actually? I don't remember. Oh, no, the My Chemical Rides Romance Against. one. It hated. My God, I, I'm yearning for the days of Rise Against. Yes, I am too. Uh, we are joined with uh, by Mike Durband, by the way. Hello, Mike. Hello, Wayne. How are you? Uh, th- thank you for having me on. It's, it's a real honor. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have, hopefully that uh, last comment uh, recorded, and I can yeah. see what you said. <laughs> anyway, um, so I wanted to have you on the show because you had me on your show because yes. we uh, did the drums for your song or whatever, and uh, I'm still waiting for my uh, compensation, by the way. <laughs> and uh, but uh, yeah, we uh, we talked on your show and I had a lot of fun. So I figured uh, <coughs> that Nate coughed in front of everybody, but uh, I figured to have you on our show and we could do an album versus album. And uh, even though you gave me a hard time picking an album, and I kind of had to do this for you. Yes. <laughs> well, we kind of worked it out. Yeah. Uh, we did pick something. Do you want to tell us? Uh, Your tell first pick was pick? so much better. Oh, go blow me. Yeah, yeah I uh, I got a huge issue with you uh, placing my chemical romance above either one of these bands. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. I just, ugh, shut up. All right, then you want to say what the album we're doing, Mike? We are doing um, Skid Row's debut album versus Slaughter. What's the Slaughter album called? Stick It, Stick Stick it, it to, to You. To, yeah. And that's also their first album, right? That is also their first okay. album. Yes, their first album as the band Slaughter. However, the whole band previously played together. Uh, minus the new guitar player on that album as the Vinnie Vincent Invasion. Uh, Vinny overspent his advance on the All Systems Go album. Chrysalis got pissed, fired him, and extended the next two albums on the contract to Mark Slaughter, Dana Strum, and Bobby Rock. Wow. I did not know that. I didn't either. Uh, I did, because I'm nuts for Vinny Vincent. That's but, right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... Uh, some of the songs on Stick It To You kind of still have that vibe to it of that second Invasion album a little bit too. Not that that's a bad thing. It's just... I have to give that one a listen. 
because I'm a huge fan of this album. But uh, this album was released in 1990. It sold over 2 million copies and became one of the biggest albums of 1990. you got to be kidding me. No, I'm not kidding. Oh, Flight of the Angels was huge. Oh, yeah. Up All Night went to number 27. Flight of the Angels went to 19. Uh, Spend My Life went to number 39. All charted in the top 40 Billboard magazine Hot 100. And their videos were... In solid rotation of various music television outlets, I always remember watching Slaughter videos on MTV. I think one of them even did a cameo on Fool House or some stupid shit like that. Uh, I, I think the, yeah, the drummer was on something. Yeah, I, I do remember something about that. Yeah, it might have been Fool yeah. House. That yeah. depresses me. Why? Because that really sucks. Like the hey, first track is Nikki Six would have done it if he could have. Uh... <laughs> and then, and then, like Eye to Eye is mediocre but palatable, and Loaded Gun is like okay, it passes. And then everything else, I could barely sit through. Really? Yes, really. Oh my god! I'm so sorry to hear that. The lyrics were just. Well, see, you're Lame. a young. You're younger than us, so you didn't grow up with this style. This of, was uh, this music. lyrical style was overdone like two years before this album came out. So what? Doesn't mean it's a bad album. Uh, it reminds me of Bon Jovi and Journey, and I hate those bands. Oh, so, so do I. This is way better than Bon Jovi. Fuck Bon Jovi. It sounds exactly like Bon Jovi, though. Okay, fuck Bon Jovi, but uh, dude. Journey was awesome. I the hate first Journey. couple jazz fusion records they did, great stuff. Those ones are a little more interesting, but this is like, this is like fucking. What's that <laughs> one song? Up all night. Uh, no fucking. Uh, she wants more. Fly the angels. Uh, Man about you. Really up all night. I, fucking... Up all night. I actually feel like is a. Uh, Pretty decent single from that era. It is. Why am I blanking on this? I mean, it was. I, I'm. I'm trying to think of a comparison. All of it reminds so me of "Don't Stop Believing" and like that synth poppy oh, death um, leopard kind of shit. I, I kind of mm. know what you're talking about, but I can't think of what song it is. Well, anyway, yeah. uh, Mike, this is your first time you've heard this album, right? Yeah, you know what? I I can't even remember hearing an entire Slaughter song. I was never into them at all. Yeah, I was never into them. Um, yeah, they were never on my radar. I remember seeing them in like Hit Parader when I was a kid, when I was in the eighth grade. And whenever I'd see them in there, I'd be like, God, these guys are goofy looking. Like, I, I don't want anything to do with this stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so what do you feel now after you listen to this album? I feel the same. And really? Yeah, I oh feel I feel um, justified in my decision to avoid them. Really? Yeah. Oh, thank God we have a tie. <laughs> <laughs> There's not any songs on here that you like at all. There was one, yeah. There was one I, I liked. I will admit that I liked this one. Which one? Um, I'm really shocked at this. It's it's probably not a, a hit one. It's gave me your heart. Yeah, uh, that's, oh. it, yeah, it wasn't a hit, but uh, yeah, that's uh, I like that song. Yeah, it was really catchy and poppy, and um, I just wish there was a different singer. I I can't stand yes. this guy's vocals. I can't stand it. 
I can't tell if he's a man or a transvestite. (laughs) It's like he's got a huge range. I'll give him that. But it's it's that screechy, almost cartoonish. Axel Rosie. But Axel was amazing. This guy is just like. Axel annoys me too. I highly disagree on that. I hate Axel Rose. (laughs) Axel Rose sucks. (laughs) Mm. 11 octaves of Dying Cat is not a good vocalist. (laughs) I told you they're brutal with Guns N' Roses, Mike. Yeah, good thing we did. I love Slash. No, I fucking worship Slash. Slash is fucking amazing. Okay. I love it. Yeah, except for the fact that, you know, he's responsible for unleashing the worst guitar of all time. Which is what? Out of mine. He Which hates that, really? though. So I, I know he does. I, I think it was... Even he I knows it's Axel the gayest fucking song that. ever. <laughs> well, he said that in an interview. It's not even that. It's just... Great. Yeah, and he's 100% right. It sounds bad. It's It's not musically correct. It just sounds awkward. And, right. Yeah, it's pretty gay. Mr. Brownstone's a good song. <laughs> no, not, not, not quite yeah. as gay as Dana Strum looks and Mark Slaughter. Oh, come I, on. Dude. <laughs> you're not when I, I, have you, have you, you ever me? seen like his, his, his picture from the first? I thought that motherfucker oh, was a chick for like three years. <laughs> right. Sounds like a woman. Well, yeah, he, he doesn't sing. Like he it. just plays the bass. Oh, but still. Everyone I mean, that's, the, the that's really cool. neither here nor there, but the guy, the guy's first name is David. He looks like, look like a woman. Uh, when I, do, when I found out he was like a dude, the, I was truly shocked. <laughs> he looks like Eric Carr from Kiss. Lo- Loaded Gun was okay. It was an okay song. I give it a pass. Eye to Eye was like mediocre, but it, at least it was short. And then everything else that was, it's like a shit sandwich in between like the end of the loaf on of white bread, like the loaf ends, like at least it's white bread and not like some fucking nuts and twigs bread, but like, it's still a turd in between the two of them. I'd love to give you a kick in your nuts and twigs. What about you, Greg? Uh, this, well, kind of like the wildlife a little bit more than this one actually because that one's a little bit heavier but um it's it's an okay record it's not my favorite not the best you know slaughter was pretty much mediocre to start with i think uh vinnie vincent was the element that really made them special as the invasion there's not a question about that but they carried on okay and they did something listenable it's not as horrible as poison or warrant is but oh i think it's just as bad i i wouldn't i wouldn't recommend to somebody starting here but if you like glam already you'll like this record vinnie vincent was kind of cool but it's like every hair metal band has a virtuoso guitar player yeah so yeah pretty much if i'm comparing him to like fucking randy rhodes or Fucking, who's the guy? Okay, even Mick Mars. Mick Mars is good, mm-hmm. and I think he's better than Vinnie Vincent. Mm, no, especially in riff writing. I suppose that that's. I mean, kind of depends on what you're talking about there and what he was doing. But you, Vinnie's actually. Uh, 
or was, I don't know if he still is anything other than just a weirdo now, but uh, he was a instrumentalist. He actually wrote a bunch of different hit songs for people. Right. And oh, yeah. for TV shows and all kinds of crazy shit. So uh, I definitely don't think McMars is technically better than he is in any way, shape, or form. I'm thinking riff writing as well, yeah. though, because this album bored me riff-wise. Vinny isn't on this album. Vinny was oh, long okay. gone by the time I this came know. I thought you were That's... talking about the invasion. <laughs> no. I wouldn't anyway, know. I don't know anything about As you can see, I own the fucking album. Suck. And I have loved this album since day one. When I heard Up All Night, I heard that song, and I was just blown away. And I had to have this really? album. I fucking love this album. I can really? listen to this album. You gotta be time. fucking kidding me. Up I love this. I love almost every song on here. I'm, I'm. There's probably two songs on this whole thing that I don't like. And I, I still like them, but they're just not as good as the rest of them. I'm just surprised because even when I really was like getting into the deeper and more obscure stuff with glam, like I heard up all night and I'm like, pass. Nah, well, you know what right. it is. I was just, I was just starting to get into metal at the time, and I don't the the way the drums are. You know, obviously I'm a drummer, so yeah. I love the sound of the drums. They're like, you know, these pounding drums, you know, and it just sounds yeah. really cool. And and I'm I'm a fan of more of like the screaming type vocalist. So Mark Slaughter was like oh, right up my alley. I'm aware. So yeah, exactly. And then you know, I like don't hate it. Which was it's awesome, just so. his and every particular... song was just. I I get it. All right, he's not everybody's cup of tea, and he's he does do a little bit too high, and he actually blew his voice out from doing all this kind of singing. So right, he can't do this anymore. He sounds but, like he strained um, himself. Right? Yeah, yeah, he did. He strained himself way too much. Um, but yeah, from fucking eye to eye, just it, every song on here is just it's just an awesome album, and I love it. It's just it's cool '90s uh, album for me. Mm. You know, I was young, young and dumb. I mean, come on. But still, I yeah. still I'm 40 years old and I still listen to this guy. I was listening and to it today dumb. and I still remember. What? You're still dumb. This, this is your last is... fucking show. You're your fired. Show. You're, You're fired. fired. But uh, yeah, no, it, it brought back a lot of memories listening to this. Uh, Slaughter, don't uh, stick it to you. Cool shit. I even bought the remastered version. It has extra bonus tracks on it. See how much I love this album. Uh, so uh, I think that's the same. You guys one are I entitled have. to your opinion, and I'm sorry nobody liked it that much. But it is what it is. Well, and you want to put it up against one of the best hair metal albums ever, which is what Skid Row's debut album. Let's. I beg, I beg to differ on that one, but uh, let's segue. Who wants to? Uh, who wants to start with that one? I fucking love this album. Do you? Sebastian well, Bach is doing know. everything Mark Slaughter is trying to do, but about ten times better. Yep. Yeah, he's not straining himself <laughs> at all. He's hitting everything perfectly. The hits are better on this. Youth Gone Wild is great. 18 and Life is actually a good ballad. You couldn't, I couldn't pay for a good ballad from Slaughter. I Remember You is even tolerable. Flight to the Angels was an awesome ballad. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. No. Yeah, it was. I do like Fly to the Angels, so I'll give you that one. But I mean, Big Guns is great. Fucking Rattlesnake Shake is heavy. I like that. Making a Mess is alright. Midnight Tornado was my favorite. That's fucking awesome. 
Midnight Tornado. Mm. Who wants to call? Is that, are you done now? <laughs> I mean, for now, I guess. <laughs> All right. I lost uh, my train of thought. What about what about you, Mike? I actually love their second album. Uh, yeah, that's one of my favorite albums of all time, Slave to the Grind. So I think that's, that's a great way, album too. Yeah, that's way better than their first album. But I still this this is a great debut album. It's it's pretty pretty fucking good. Um, Midnight Tornado is probably the only one I don't love, but it's it's still good. But uh, the other ten songs I think are phenomenal. The vocal solo at the end is what did it for me. The vocal with solo. Like the vocal solo at the end of Midnight Tornado. Oh, yeah, that's what did it for me. I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> Were you? Yeah. I yeah, his album in like a long time. His his vocals. I mean, at that point in his career, a young Sebastian Bach, it's it was just probably effortless for him. You know. Oh yeah. I mean, his range. You, I don't think you can top this guy. Sebastian Bach in his prime flawless you know and he's he's probably blown his voice out too i mean he's definitely he doesn't sound the same anymore but he does okay though yeah he does okay he does better than like axel rose modern day axel rose or brett michaels yeah brett michaels is okay i don't he i mean he was never spectacular to begin with right i guess yeah but um yeah i think at this point in sebastian's career i mean he was probably uh i don't even think he was 18 when they first found him you know right um but yeah the songs are great um who, who uh rachel <coughs> rachel bolin and snake sabo they i think they wrote most of them just yeah, the, just I the two of them so. yeah the riffs are great the riffs yeah. on this are fucking catchy yeah and it's not the same riff for the whole damn song yeah and and if you if you take apart all these songs there's always two different distinct guitar uh riffs going on like scotty and, and snake they just play so well together they're never playing the same thing uh they're just it's fucking amazing man all of them it's absolutely kick-ass yeah. this album peaked at number six at the billboard 200 and was certified five times platinum nice. i didn't know that yeah. fucking deserves that it generated four singles, Youth Gone Wild, 18 in Life, I Remember You, and Peace of Me, which I don't remember that one, so I guess it really wasn't a bigger hit. Yeah, Peace of Me, there was That's a video. I like it. I, mean, I think Peace of Me is like a really tough song. Like It's dangerous. Like Slaughter, they look like a bunch of... Um, <laughs> you know, they, they look, look like, like a bunch of women. Yeah, no, they look like you know a bunch of 12-year-old girls who would, would really be into them. Um, Paul's Drag Race over here. <laughs> what? I, we gotta get you a fucking mute button. Do you have to fucking do that while we're doing the show? Can you have some decency? Especially but, uh, if we have a fucking guest on, for Christ's sakes. Uh, Mike, rude. Uh, perfect like example of uh, the image thing you're talking about, though. So, in I and I can't remember what video because it's been so long since I've seen the Skid Row videos, but, you know, in... 18 in life, or I remember you, it might have been a ballad, but they at least had the decency to wear denim and leather. You know, there's a scene in the Up All Night video where Mark Slaughter's wearing hot pants and pink rollerblades. Enough said. <laughs> no, that was one of the women. <laughs> no, no, sir. That was Mark. And then Blue Oyster Bar looking MTV, ass. He, he, he talked about how much he liked rollerblading, so, you know. Oh. 
I'll have to rewatch that video because I don't recall that at all. It's it's in one. It might not be up all night, but it's in Flight of the Angels or something. It definitely is not in Flight of the Angels. That is where they're in the uh, the, um, the what do you call that thing where the planes go um, like uh, hangar. Hangar. Yes, thank you. Yes, it is in the hangar. Welcome to our fortress. Now I'll take some time to show you wrapped. Nice. We're not talking about Megadeth. What do you think about uh, Skid Row? Uh, to, well, definitely the better album. <laughs> Wrong game. Uh, but uh, it's a classic. Um, really, there isn't a song I dislike off of it. I skip the ballads now just because I've heard them so much over the years. I never need to hear I Remember You Again, but it's still a great song. But that, And that's really why I listen to Slaves to the Grind more is just because it hasn't been played to death. Yeah. But um, right. great, great guitar work on this. Great guitar team. And uh, Sebastian Bach, at this point in his life, you know, he was young. He was pre- uh, just an amazing vocalist. I meant to say fresh, but I got tripped up. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, definite uh, 10 out of 10 on Skid Row's first album. You know, whereas... Slaughter's first record, I kind of feel like represented all the excesses and what was too much right. about the glam movement and why it was on its way out. Skid Row represented a fresh take on it while still retaining some of those elements like the power ballad. Hmm. Well, this is the first Skid Row album I listened to all the way through. I really never listened to Skid Row before. Really? Until, yes. Until, uh, like, last year, I start for some reason, I all of a sudden started listening to uh, 18 and Life. I just wanted to hear that song, and then uh, I've been listening to that. I've actually been listening to the last, the, the, th- the three singles, the 18 and Life and the uh, Youth Gone Wild and um, I Remember You. And uh, I've been actually getting into those songs. I didn't like them back when they first came out, because... I don't know, the 18 Life video disturbed me for some reason. I guess because I was young and it just scared the shit out of me. I don't know, the guy was shooting people and he was going That's to jail. That's what I like about that. Now it's a different story. I, I'm, you know, I would like it, but uh, back then when I was a kid, I, I was scared of all that shit. And just, I don't know, it weirded me out that whole video. Because uh, I was like, shit, I'm going to turn 18 and I'm going to go to jail. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, it was weird, stupid. I was an idiot. I was a all kid. right. Yeah. Youth Gone Wild has been on my workout playlist for like... Yeah. 10,000 years. It's great. Yeah, well, I'm just getting used to it now. This guy's got to show off his Diamond Head collection like anybody cares. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I have to show a real awesome debut album. Yeah, you you know. Nobody but... cares about your 7 out of 10 new album band. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I don't know. This, this, Skid Row, this Skid Row album, it's okay. It, I don't like it as much as I like the Slaughter album at all. It's not as catchy to me. I like catchy choruses and things like that, and I just don't hear that many, many catchy choruses in this Skid Row album at all. And it, it oh is, my god, uh, Youth Gone Wild is catchier. That than is okay. Mm. Right, I, I miss I miss said that. Uh, those three songs that became singles, those are catchy choruses. The rest of the songs on the album don't have those same catchiness that the, those songs did. You know what I'm saying? I like I just I don't hear it in in the other songs, and I'm surprised that the album did as good as it did because I just don't I don't see it. I was humming <laughs> along the sweet little sister. And, I thought that was pretty catchy. Yeah. 
But listen, listening to this is, I, I just realized why I really never listened to Skid Row because I don't like all their songs. Have you and ever was... listened to Slave to the Grind? No. It's a lot but... heavier. It's it's a it's almost a different band. It's a really heavy yeah. album. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why didn't you tell me to pick that instead? Well, I thought we were going debut versus debut. It album, didn't so. really matter. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it it actually would have worked either way because Slaughter tried to heavy it up on the wildlife. So, oh. actually, I think they lightened yeah. it up on the wildlife. See, I think they did it backwards. Maybe I'm thinking because they the changed the. Uh, it's been a long time since I listened to. They the, changed the like the whole sound. Like, like that first Slaughter album had, like I said, with the, the really heavy drums, and then on the second one, they like I don't know what the hell they did, but they just like made it like really uh, sound boxy. It just sounded weird. I really I honestly wonder how many of that, how how much of that might have started off as backing tracks for Invasion songs. That's possible. I don't know. But that second album sounded like a demo almost to me. But uh, yeah, the Skid Row, I mean, it's cool. I, I like to hear Sebastian Bach, because I, I, I actually do like Sebastian Bach. Oh, and the other thing was, was when I the Skid Row album, a lot of it reminded me of like um, 80s Kiss, because I know Sebastian Bach is a, a huge Kiss fan. And I can hear a lot of Kiss in these songs, like a lot of Gene yeah. Simmons stuff, like from Asylum or even from um, uh, Lick It Up era. I can mm. hear a lot of that stuff in this album. That's why I heard it anyway. But uh, as far as really liking, because I, I really don't like that that era of Kiss, and and that's why I kind of don't like this era, uh, this Skid Row album, because it just kind of reminds me. I of don't that. Know. Slave to the Grind is completely different. It's like a I'll lost have to album. Give that a try. I'll have to give that a try. Or I do like lost. Twisted Sisters Under the Blade. It's a lot more like that, where it's heavier. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll give it a try. But I figured this one was going to be a better one because it had all the three hits on there, so that was wrong for me. <sighs> but, uh, all right, so what do we I give think, it? I think Slave to the Grind, it, it hit when it came out. It, it I think it was a huge Billboard hit, like the first week. Yeah. Somehow, I don't know what the big single was off that, but I remember that it went really Jesus, well. I think the first single. I don't think it was that was first. I don't think so. I think uh, it might have been see. Monkey Business. Yeah, Monkey yeah, it was Monkey Business. Okay. Yep. How does that song go? I never even heard it. Somebody you had to have heard it. Man. Uh, monkey Business. I don't remember the rest of no. it, but that's the basic gist. Did you watch Headbangers Ball back in the day? Of course. This was always on, man. It's it's yeah, I think it's black and white. It's Sebastian or one of them is beating the a mannequin, I think. I don't maybe that's something else. Thanks. Well, I don't know. I can't maybe remember, not. but you're you're right. The video was on all the time. So you know, I, I always recorded Headbangers Ball and when some videos came out, like especially Skid Row or bands that I didn't like, I fast forward. forward. So <laughs> I probably seen it, just don't remember it. But uh, all right, so what are we giving these albums? What, we'll start with Slaughter. Uh, Nate, what do you want to give Slaughter? As if I don't already know. Yeah. Big fat zero. Yeah, I like the slit your throat too. What about you, Mike? Is it out of ten? Uh, yes, zero through ten. Zero through ten. I'm going to give it a two. A two. Yeah. <laughs> this is the last time you're ever coming on the show, Mike. Uh, I, I like that. I like that one song. I may even download that one song and uh, add that to some <laughs> playlist. Because I did, I did enjoy that one song. Yeah. So it's both me and Mike's last appearance. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Greg? Nah, I give it about a four and a half, five. That's average, I guess. All right, I'll accept that. 
and I'll, I will give it a. I'm going to give it an eight. Mm. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, it brings back it brings back a lot of memories for me. I love this album, and and Mike, you're chewing on the He Man sword. Yeah. Why? <laughs> it's, it's actually Prince Adam's sword. Is the, the oh yeah? Oh okay. yes, it is. Prince Adam <laughs> you, by day, you... Chippendale by night. <laughs> Are you? Do you collect He Man figures? Yeah, I do. You do? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Got this one sitting on the desk. Oh, is that oh, the cool. um, uh, what is it? Super? Not Super Seven. Um, what's the other one? The other company? Is it Super Seven? No, this was um, the commemorative reissue from 2002, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's pretty much this almost the exact same as the original one. What's that other company that makes that's make like reissues those? Yeah. Yeah. You you were right. It, it is Super Seven. It is Super Seven. Right? Yeah. Did you see the uh, the Castle Grayskull that they put out? Yeah. Yep. It's and like life size. <laughs> yeah, they're coming out with a Snake Mountain one in a couple months. It's like it was like six hundred dollars for the Snake Mountain. Yeah, that's insane. Are yeah. you buying? Are you gonna get it? Nope. nope. <laughs> you had to, you had to put the money down in advance to pre-order. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I didn't didn't buy it. So. Man, it's, I have the original. Oh it's only, wow! It's only about like what this big or something like that. It's not very big. Yeah, yeah it's about. Two and a half feet, or yeah, so. it's not that tall. But I I used to have everything. I even yeah. had Eternia, but I sold it all. Wow, Eternia, man! If you still had that, that's worth a lot of money now. I well, I mean, you know, it was only like three years ago I sold it. I got like seven hundred and fifty bucks for it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um. The the only thing I kept because he's my favorite is Scareglow. <laughs> yeah, I never had that. I never had that one. He was a glow in the dark um, skeleton guy with a pink or a yeah. pur- purple cape, I think. He I had a purple cape, oh, and uh, if you if you had the very first one, which, which I did, he had a glow in the dark axe, and the other ones after that came with a green one. Or technically, it's a halberd, but whatever. Halberd, uh, yeah. Yeah, but that was, uh, I don't think he was ever in the cartoon. He was only in the comics. Yeah. But it was just some evil spirit from Snake Mountain that Skeletor could make, take a human form and fight I, He-Man. Or the uh, skunk guy. Stinkor? Yep. Yes, Stinkor, yes. Yep. I, I still have they're uh they're coming out with a new line in the fall. Mattel is making them, and they're based on the the, the toys. They look similar, but they got more um what's it called joints? Articulation. And stuff. Yeah, more articulation. And they're coming out. They're gonna have a lot of them, man. They're yeah. not just like you know on sale online. Like they're gonna be in stores. It's gonna be a really? pretty big. Yeah, it's it's gonna be pretty big. So I hope it does well. What's what's with cool. all the resurrection of this stuff? Is there is that movie ever going to come out? Like a, I knew they were working on something. Yeah, I mean, it's like every month they have it's a new movie. update. Like it's mm. like, oh, it's going to Netflix, or no, it's going to be in the theaters, and then now, now it's back to Netflix. So, well, who's both like buff and flamboyant enough to play He Man? They cast a guy. They cast a young actor about a year ago, and um, the fan base was not happy. Some guy named Noah Centino, I think. And he's got dark hair, and he's kind of. Um, I mean, he's he looked like, he looked like a child almost. No, yeah. He Man needs to be just a giant buff gay guy. It's there's nothing <laughs> there's nothing else that works for He Man with, with bangs, <laughs> yeah. right? Like 
if he doesn't look like a power bottom, <laughs> he should have been doing it right. Yeah. yeah. There, it so. should have been, been Chris Hem uh, Thor. Chris Chris Hemsworth. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He would have been awesome. You know. Yeah. He could pass. Yeah. Especially with like how comedic Thor is now. Yeah. Yeah. He could totally do He Man. Yeah. All right. Uh, back to the show. Uh, Skid Row, the self titled debut. What are we giving Skid Row? Eight. An eight. All right. What about you, Greg? Eight. Jesus Christ. I guess I know who won on this episode. Mike? Uh, I will also. We got triple eights, man. Triple eights? Holy yeah. shit. I will give it a five. You well, ruined the jackpot, Wayne. I, I just could not give that an eight. I can't. I can't. I, I don't have it in me. <laughs> I gave all my eights away to slaughter. Sorry. <laughs> hey, like Les Claypool once said, it's just a matter of opinion. That's all it is. And that's what's so good about Rat Salary Review. Don't take any of our opinions seriously. Is, Le- is Les Claypool the dude? He's the dude, but uh, no. Let us Claypool is the bass player from Primus. I, no, I know, I know. Oh. It's just like your opinion, man. Uh, yeah, no. It's actually it's just a matter of opinion. Is uh, the first line of the chorus from a song called "The Pressman," which is on 1993's album "Pork Soda." That's right. Buy it. Tell a friend. <laughs> so what happened to Slaughter? I mean, they put out the first album in '90. When was the next one after that? Um, shit, I don't know. I have to look up. The... Uh, the Wildlife I think came out in '92. Okay. <clears throat> and then and Grun- then... then grunge came in, and what happened? How did they weather the storm? Did they? They break? continued. Yeah, '92 uh, was Wildlife, and then yes, the grunge era came. And then they released the best of. I have all their albums. Uh, and then they, they like disappeared, and they they came out with an album called Fear No Evil. But it went on. I don't know if you remember the CMC International record. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot of bands like Overkill. Um, Where bands go to die. <laughs> yeah, basically, Should've they all went their, to that uh, label. Slogan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So they released an album on that record label that was in '95, and then they released another one in '97. And then they did a live album. And then in 1999, they released, I believe it's the last album, Back to Reality. And then after that, their guitarist, um, I believe, died in a car accident. Really? Yeah. That oh, sounds about before, right. was it before that, actually. The original guitarist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was his name? Um, fuck. Jeff? No, not Jeff Blando. I'm drawing a blank right now. Actually, no. He died actually before that album came out. He died uh, after Revolution album came out. Uh, and yeah. his name was Tim Kelly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I believe it was a car accident. Yeah, ninety-eight. He died. Yep, car accident. Shortly after the release of the Eternal Live album. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. So that pretty much like the... <laughs> that's kind of ironic. I mean, I really shouldn't be laughing because he died, but still. <laughs> yeah, real funny, Greg. Nice. But, uh, yeah, they they do show up every once in a while on, like, um, like little festivals here and there. So they, they still, they're still kind of around, I guess. Coming but they to a casino anything. near you. Pretty much. That's pretty yeah. much what they do. 
Next year on 70,000 70, tons of metal cruise. And actually, no, 70,000 tons is a great Brokus. lineup usually. Like, Exodus played like three headliner shows on year. I think it was last year. This Mark Porter, he does. Well, uh, what I, whatever. There's a glam cruise. I don't remember played. what it's called. No, that's I Monsters really of Rock. Monsters of Rock cruise just had a great light on it. I can't find it. But uh, Mark Slaughter does voiceovers for some cartoon. I can't think of what cartoon it is. But that's what he's doing now. Co- uh, Metalocalypse. <laughs> no, it's not Metalocalypse. It's something on like Adult Swim or something, I think. I'm just fucking... Which is where Metalocalypse was on Adult right, Swim, yes. but... but no, it'd be funny if they got Mark Slaughter to narrate the death metal show. Yeah, and Skid Row's still around. And actually, now Skid Row has the vocalist from uh, Dragon Force. Yeah, yeah. and he's actually and, he's, not too bad. and Sebastian Bach is doing this album in its entirety on his next tour. Yes, he is. Yeah. Mm. So I guess that's it, and we know who the winner is Skid Row. So, yeah, I mean. Skid Row's one a glam album I will still revisit. There isn't much from the glam era where, even though I grew up listening to some of it, that I think has aged very well at all. No, I'm not a huge fan of that era. But uh, I really appreciate you coming on, Mike. I hope you had some fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I found you know I found one good song out of it. So. You found one good song. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was worth it. That was worth maybe, it. Maybe next time. Maybe next time we'll do the Guns of Roses. Because we were supposed to do Guns of Roses. Uh, appetite for destruction. So maybe we'll do that one next time, and then you can pick another one that could fit with that. Yeah, I don't know, or, man. Nothing, nothing can match up against that. There one. isn't. That's uh, that's it's. it's I it's wanted a tough to one. do well. Fed by Prague here's a better debut album happen. right here. I'll stop it, please. Diamond Head beats the shit out of Guns N' Roses. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, you're right. It is a good album. <laughs> Or maybe we could just do like a Guns N' Roses Appetite for Destruction show. I'd, I'd like to hear well, what these guys have to I, say about that. But we're not I mean, doing it. We've already been, went all the time. Please. There's a... Um, what? Not necessarily directly from 87, but there there is some other stuff around that era where it doesn't exactly have the immediacy Appetite for Destruction. But like I feel like you could play something, put something up against it, like the Dogs D'Amour, Burnout at the Dynamite Jet Saloon. I guess. But when we did the Fast of Put- uh, Pussycat uh, show, I felt they w- would go along very well with uh, Guns N' Roses. Or yeah. again. Mm. What? But I'm not in the minute. No, I meant with Faster Pussycat. That that would make sense. Yeah, they're very. Very similar in sound. But anyway, uh, Mike, where can people listen to your show? Uh, you can find the Mike Durban Show on the Creative Control Network. Um, let's see. May, I, I think I'm going to go every other week now. I was doing a show every week, but now I think I'm going to do two a, two a month. Um, I don't know. You know. Too much? Too much, yeah. yeah. Too much, yeah. You know how many shows we do, Mike? How many? A lot. Like, like five? <laughs> five a week uh kind of yes almost well you guys got Not different me. you know there's three of you You guys can bounce ideas off it's like me i'm just on my mm. own so yeah it's not really how it works it's it's me saying we're gonna do this and they just agree and go like okay this. yeah yeah 
or protesting. <laughs> yep. for right coming now. up with a better right idea. Now. I gotta go. But thank yeah, he's, you for he's... coming on, Mike. All right, hurry up before you uh, don't make it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, tell us more, Mike. Where are you? Where can we hear you? Uh, the Mike Durban Show on Creative Control, and then on Twitter, you can find me at Mike Durban, D-U-R-B-A-N-D, and on YouTube, uh, Michael Durband. It's um, YouTube.com slash Michael Durband, and I have a lot of, I have hundreds of videos up there, yeah. uh, different interviews I've done, uh, <coughs> just, a, just a bunch of stuff. So Yeah, yeah you have a lot of, lot of, um, lot of shows and stuff. That very good. I always listen to your show, so. and Thanks. I'm not lying, people. I do listen to a show. <laughs> so go check that out, and um, yeah, go listen to these albums. Judge for yourself. Let us know what you think in the comments about these two albums. Do you like Slaughter better? Do you like Skid Row better? Let us know, all right? Uh, we will see you guys next week. Oh, and go buy a shirt, please. Go on our website, ratsoundreview.com, and go buy a shirt. I got tons of different designs up there. You can pick through anything. Very cheap. 15 bucks. All right? Except for the two-sided shirt. I think that's like 20 or something. But still, not a lot of money. So uh, check Support it out. Support your local scene. That's right. Help <laughs> us uh, help us pay for our, our, uh, our bills for the podcast and the website and all that crap. And uh, Hard to our boss. And, yeah. And pay, pay for uh, Nate's brownies. But, uh, yeah, RatsoundReview.com. And I believe our thing is on StoreFrontier.com. You just search RatsoundReview. You will find our stuff. And uh, check out all of our shows. All right? And subscribe. Please subscribe. We are now on Podbean.com. So please subscribe to Podbean. Leave some comments. Subscribe to YouTube. And that's all I got to say. See you guys next time. Adios. Bye. I